Hello guys and welcome back to Fit with Viv and Kate. Today's episode is one that hits close to home. Although honestly, I think all of the episodes hit close <laughs> to home, which is why we talk about them. But this one has been on my mind and my heart for so long because it has affected me since honestly as young as I can remember and that is body image and today me and Katie are specifically going to be talking about how to deal with and how we personally deal with an ever-changing ever-fluctuating body and I'm going to say specifically as women because I feel like as women, we see so many fluctuations in our body, not even over just a lifetime, but even, you know, throughout the month during our period, before a period, we have so many more hormonal fluctuations than men do. And because of that, I see it even within my clients, you know, changing weight constantly, bloating, all of that can really, really play into how you see yourself, how you deal with body image, how much it impacts you mentally. So I'm really excited for today's episode. I love this because logically I'm always like, why the hell is body image a topic all the time, 24-7? It's all anyone's talking about. It's all my social media is. I don't get it. We all have bodies, like move on. And yet here I am like constantly worried about myself. And so I think it'll be fun today to kind of talk about why this is such a topic for everybody and why this dominates everybody's mental capacity because it just sometimes I sit down and I'm like why like why are we sitting here stressing about how we look it just blows my mind sometimes so very excited for today you know it's funny because I totally agree with you like body image is something that I've struggled with but I actually also get quite annoyed when I see it all the time and I think that's a function like in my personal opinion I think it's a function of the fact that the more people talk about body image, make it a big deal, the more it is a topic in your mind. And so for me, I feel like the best way to get over something is to not pay attention to it. It's kind of like a breakup where why does time heal? It's because you just kind of stop thinking about that person more and more. And as soon as the day you don't even think about that person at all, that is when you feel like you're over it because they don't occupy any space in your mind and I feel like body image is the same so as you know us two me and Katie who do deal with having or or focusing on body image more than we'd like I think it's just so much more helpful for people to not even talk about it and not necessarily like sweep it under the rug but talk about something else you know and I feel like the less you talk about body image the less it is prevalent or even an issue in your mind. I think it's a really good point. It's like if I'm alone, if I'm in a room by myself, just me, I'm probably not thinking about my body. Like it is probably not the first thing on my mind. I'm sure there's a hundred other things I'm stressed and worried about. But when you bring up, you know, walking down the street and there's a hot girl in a bikini, I'm all of a sudden like, oh my God, why don't I look like that? Or I'm scrolling through my social media and I'm like, oh my God, I don't I don't look like these people. Like that is when for me it comes up. So I think to your point, like, like why is that like that? So I'm actually curious for you bringing that up, like as a coach who has to think about bodies all day, every day, how do you give yourself a break and how do you separate yourself from that and try to try to help your own self? 
You know, that's a really good question. And honestly, for anyone in any industry, I just think that it's going to be a big part of their lives. I've actually recently really gotten passionate about um, like dog training, dog psychology. And it's funny because even in another industry, I can see that like all these dog trainers have their own dogs and so much of their life is thinking about dog psychology, dog training. And I just think that if something is your career, it's kind of impossible to ask yourself to not cross that over into your personal life. So for me, I used to fight with like, oh, I hate that I have to constantly think about body image and other people's bodies. But at the end of the day, that's just part of it. And once I stopped fighting it, it actually became a lot easier. And now I'm actually, it's funny because now I feel like I'm able to separate it better when I, once I stopped, you know, making it a big deal. So, you know, all the time I'm basically, you know, looking at other people's physiques and health, but a lot of people come to me because they want to change their physique. And if that's the case, that's what I'm here to do, right? And so I do have to assess the, their physique, their rate of progress, where they're at. And if we're on track and if, if we're not, then I'm going to have to figure out what we need to change within their program to make sure they're continuing to progress. Is there a psychological issue? Whatever. And so, yes, it is such a big part of my life. It's something that I'm constantly thinking about just because I am, you know, always updating plans, talking to clients. It is my career. So, um, you know, with that in my own body image, I've learned, I have learned, though, to separate, hey, everyone is in a different phase of their life. So I've really learned what, I stopped thinking, oh, well, what applies to one person must apply to me. And I've done that in every area of life, whether that's, oh, this person has a kid. Oh, this person bought a house. Oh, this person is, you know, in a cut or they're preparing for a bikini competition. Like I now am able to see, oh, that this person is in this phase of their life. Where am I in my life and why am I in this phase? So I think rationalizing through each person's, you know, where they're at in their life and understanding that every phase of your life, of your fitness serves a different purpose has really helped me. So like, let's say, for example, right now I'm in a bulk. And so if I'm looking at someone else who's like really, really on in a cut, they're super on top of their macros. They're really eating really clean, uh, whatever. I'm able to say, hey, I've been there and I think it helps that I have been there. And so I understand where they're at and why that's serving them in their life. This is where I'm at and this is why this is serving me in my life. So I think it's also that I have an intention now whenever I do something. I don't just do something out of default, out of, oh, I feel like it. I now have a reason. Oh, well, this is why I'm doing this. Like, for example, why I'm being more flexible with my nutrition, why I'm eating out more is so that I don't feel constantly... fixated on food and feeling like I'm constantly in a diet so that's why I'm here where I am now and so hopefully that answers your question but it definitely used to you know just mentally I feel like it used to mess with me because I was like oh my gosh I'm always thinking about body image and I didn't really know how to deal with that and how to healthily think of myself when I'm constantly, you know, looking at other people's bodies, but now I'm really able able to separate. That's them. This is me. And you know, it's, there's nothing more than that. And I think it's something to be said, because I think it helps you as a coach because you've been in so many phases of your life and you, 
you do have a really strong perspective on body image, like you can put yourself in someone's shoes and kind of walk them through it. So I think it adds to your compassion as a coach and your empathy. And I think it's really beautiful. But I also on a side note, just want to say like, Body image is not necessarily always negative. A lot of people have positive body image. There are great things you can talk about when talking about body image. But I think today what we're focusing on is like how to pull yourself out of having a negative viewpoint. So I just want to preface that now because if we sound really negative, it's not that body image is always bad. It's like it, it does have a good side too. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think that goes for everything, whether that's the topic of money it could either be, oh, you know, I am working hard. I'm making a lot of money. I can, you know, provide for my family, whatever. Or it's like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. So it really, there's always two sides of any topic. Yeah. Same with body image. And I think it's just because most people don't, in my opinion, when you don't have the control to eat healthy, when you don't have the control to work out, it's really easy to have negative body image because one, not only are you not happy with how you look, but you also know you're not doing anything to change it. And I think that's a huge part of it. And I know when I struggled the most, it was because not only did I not like how I looked and I was comparing myself, right? Which they say is not something we should ever do, but I'm just gonna say it's human nature. I don't think it's ever possible to not compare yourself. So I'm not even gonna put that out there, but really it's because I know I'm not doing anything to fix my situation. And that is really what's causing my, my mental health to just go to just plummet. Right. So Katie, I mean, you have been through a cut and now you're in a bulk and I know that you've told me your body image is like a roller coaster, like most people, but you have such good control over your actions, your habits, everything you do with is, is with, is, is intentional. So do you feel like with fitness, you've become more like your, your body image is better than it was before you started your fitness journey? Or do you feel like it's worse because you focus on it more than you did it's definitely worse it's it is and I I that's that's an interesting thing because so let me start before my fitness journey like you just said I didn't really focus on it I think I've said it a few times before I never had body image issues like I was always the big kid and I was always way bigger than my friends and like it never settled on me that that was like a problem. I never saw myself as like ugly or worthless because of, because of how I looked the way it was for me is like, that's just how I am and how is, how I've always been. So I didn't know I could change it. I didn't know there was a girl within me that could be lean and could be strong. Like that just never even occurred to me. So I think from that perspective, I, I never even thought about it. I just lived my life. And like, that was it. When you start, especially cutting, it becomes an absolute everyday obsession, I think, in a, in a slightly unhealthy way, I think, at some point, because it's like, I gotta cut, I gotta cut, I gotta cut. I'm so focused, I'm so in it that like every day, every day I was seeing progress and every day I was getting more addicted to the cut. And so I think, I think honestly, yeah, it created a kind of bad relationship with my body image just because I, I be, literally became addicted to it. So as I bulk, it was like a different viewpoint of, I'm not disappointed that I'm gaining weight and I'm not scared necessarily of that new body image, but it was just changing again, how you see yourself. And I think the leaner you get 
and I'm sorry, this is like so hard to dictate in words, but I think when I got really lean, the slightest increase in weight in the mirror, it gets really distorted and it gets really freaky. And you, I still think I look lean and beautiful and strong, but like, as I bulk, I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm going to get huge again. And like every little increase in weight I feel is really drastic. So I think because you, like you said, I'm hyper fixated on my image and my progress it has been harder for me, but it's also been an incredible learning opportunity because I'm realizing how mental body image is. So that was a really long answer to your question, but. So I'm curious if you experience that in areas of your life that are important to you other than body image, like, okay, I know work is really important to you. Do you feel like in work you tend to fixate on, on, I don't know, things that stress you out or things that could be better or things that are not going well? I think, yeah, I think a better example is like with my relationships, like I'm in a very long term, very steady, like solid relationship. And I find myself like every little thing where like I slightly make Brian upset or we have a slight disagreement, you know, we like rarely fight ever. So if there's even some tiny little thing, I'm like, oh my God, I'm the worst girlfriend. Like he's leaving me like this is it. And it'll be something like, I don't know. I didn't put my dish away. Like it could be something so small and I'll blow it completely out of proportion. So I almost think it's very much tied to things I love and care about and have like, like a, a deep love for. So, um, yeah, it's very strange. No, I think that's super normal. And I've definitely experienced that myself. And I, the more I've learned about human psychology, um, it really is whatever we put excess importance on, it ends up biting us in the butt so the reason why you probably felt like you had better body image before is again because it would like health and fitness was just not important to you and so when it's not important to you it doesn't matter and sometimes that feels better because you're not constantly thinking about it yeah. you know so people might say that you are you know immensely healthier now you're so inspiring but again, our, our lives are completely whatever is in our head. Like even reality, what is going on around us isn't actually reality if we are not perceiving it that way. And I'm sure you know people where, I don't know, maybe you've had a fight with a friend and they just completely saw the situation totally different than you did. And you're just like, how did you see it that way? But it's because reality is not reality. It's just however you saw it and however your brain registered that event. So I, I think, you know, it's not to say that, oh, don't start a fitness journey, don't lose weight, don't whatever, because in life, you're going to have goals, you're going to have things you want to do, and I think fitness is one great way to show yourself how capable you are, but I do think that a lot of people who start a fitness journey realize how much more they battle with themselves now that it's important to them. But I think that goes for absolutely anything that you want to now make a priority in your life. You know, it's like if you have children versus when you don't have children, when you have them, you have all the amazing, you know, moments and that that experience that a parent gets, but you also have so much other, you're also constantly thinking about your kids. You're always worried. You're whatever. Versus if you didn't have kids, you don't have that amazing, those amazing moments that parents get, but you also don't have the stress. You don't ever think about it. You're chilling. Right. (laughs) And I, I would like to equate a fitness journey, your health and fitness to the same thing because it requires 
constant effort. I mean, there's literally fast food everywhere. And it's so easy, especially nowadays with all the delivery, to not walk a literally 10 steps to have to get your food. You just deliver it to your door. And so it takes constant mental and physical effort to be healthy in today's today's society, especially if you are somebody who is naturally bigger, like you don't naturally stay lean. Maybe you naturally like to eat a lot, whatever you find comfort in food. It takes so much more mental effort. And so I think it is understanding that side of, you know what, this isn't just like, oh, I'm healthy and now I never think about it. I never struggle. It's that's just not the case. And I've never seen that case, honestly, for any even the fitness coaches I know who help other people, they think about their bodies and their fitness all the time. So I, you know, I don't think there's really any solution here other than to understand the psychology behind it and just understand, hey, what is worth working on every day for you because I know for me during the times that I decided to say fuck it I don't want to care about my health and fitness I just felt so sluggish and gross Mm -hmm. I was like you know what I will take the the thinking about the health and fitness even if that does cause stress on sometimes some days because I love the feeling I get when I know I accomplished my goals when I worked out and I sweat you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and there's incredible positives to it by thinking about it all the time. I'm able to go out and make strong decisions. And again, like you just said, feel good. There are so many benefits from it that like, I know what I said is, is pretty dark and negative, but like it, it's an honest truth about the journey. And quite honestly, not everyone's going to have that. Like I made a very specific decision to dive into this full body straight into the pool. Like I did not dunk my toes in, like I dove completely in. And so I think on some hand I was very prepared for the, for the mental roller coaster I was going to go on, but like not everyone's like that. If you're just kind of easing your way in, you might have a better time. But, um, I will say like the confidence I gained, like I'm not a hundred percent having body issues all of the time. It's just sometimes those thoughts sneak in. So like, do you have bad body image days? Do you have weeks? Kind of what does your journey look like with quote unquote bad body image? And how do you pull yourself out of those things? You know, for me, I think the bad body image days really come from when I'm not making the best choices. It's not even based on how I look. Because if (laughs) I ate healthy and I, you know, if I really, I killed my workout and I... Um, like at the beginning of my, my fat loss journey in 2020, the days that I was making choices that were in full alignment with my goals, I didn't even care how I looked in the mirror. I was like, this is great because I know that I did everything I possibly could to change and, and be in alignment with my goals and be on track. So I didn't even, I never, it's funny. Cause I noticed I don't ever care about how I look as long as I'm doing what I tell myself I'm going to do but I noticed that if I miss a workout if I do short if I'm short on my cardio when I was like I'm gonna do 20 minutes I only do 10 if I say I'm not gonna go out to eat and then I do those are the days that I struggle with my body image no matter how lean or bigger I am so it's funny because that is really my gauge fascinating yeah which I actually like because ultimately I am in control of my actions and I I like having that system that says hey girl, you're not feeling good. Why aren't you feeling good? Because you didn't make the best choices. So I do like having that meter um, and how I deal with it on those days is really just to say, okay, well, what did I do or not? I didn't do 
that I'm not happy with and then game planning. But sometimes there are weeks where I'm still like, oh, I'm not doing what I should be doing, but you know, tomorrow I'll be better, but I'm not specific. And because I'm not specific, I don't really execute on anything because I don't have a plan of, okay, this is what you're going to do tomorrow that is different from what you did today. Because I don't have those specifics, I don't change anything because I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, do better. What does better mean? And most people, I, I find that most people when they try to, eat healthier or work out more they are too general and that was my issue in the past I was too general so when you're general again it's just it, it, there's no clarity in your mind so you don't have this like direction it's like oh I'm going to do this exact thing at this exact time so you don't have any excuse to not do it um, but again on the days that I do have the bad body image it does help to obviously not look at yourself in the mirror in the areas where you're like oh my gosh I probably gained weight here <laughs> you know which I find that we can often do but obviously what you pay attention to blows up in proportion in your mind. So if you're focusing on the areas that you're, you don't like, that's literally what your life is going to be. So for me, how do I handle it? Well, I need a game plan better and specifically, well, what am I going to do differently that didn't go well, you know, today, but also not fixating on the mirror um, mm-hmm. and not fixating on my body and having something else to to pay attention to. That really, I, in my opinion, it's really simple. That's really what it comes down to. You just have to have the discipline to focus on something else and not, you know, stare at the scale or yourself in the mirror. So for me, that's how I handle mm. bad body image days. What about you? Well, I like that because <laughs> I don't want to say you have it easy, but like you have a way to to not even put yourself in that position, right? Like you have a clear path of like make good choices. You won't feel like shit. You won't have body image issues. Like, whereas for me, I feel like I, there's no logic to it. Like it comes out of nowhere. And then I'm like, today I look fantastic. Tomorrow I think I look disgusting and I feel gross. And like, there is no, for me, that's really hard. Cause I don't see a tie. I don't understand where it's coming from, but I have like a very random story I want to share. So I think Something I've learned over the years, especially when I was bigger, like before I did fitness, something that helped me a lot that I, I see a lot with my friends and people I know, um, and just the general public as a big problem is when you're clothes shopping, this is so random, but I just feel like it's important. So when you're clothes shopping, I think a lot of people tie a lot of weight to the number on your clothes, like whatever size you're purchasing. So I know a lot of people who will purchase smaller sizes and try to squeeze into those clothes what that happens when that happens they see pants that don't fit super well shirts that are a little too tight but they're gonna move on and what they end up seeing is oh my god I look so fat well you don't look fat it's that your clothes don't fit you and so I had a really hard time when I was bigger because I would try to buy mediums I would try to buy larges and to be honest I was an extra large when I started buying extra large my body image issues went away because my clothes looked great on me. They fit me. And I had no points in the mirror to be like, ew, look at that muffin top. Ew, look at that, whatever. Um, so my, my advice here, if you're struggling with clothing is like, don't look at the size, just buy clothes that look and make you feel good. So that is really random, but kind of ties into when I have body image issues, it's typically like if clothes don't fit or if I don't look the way I should in something, um, so random sidebar, but I think it's a huge game changer if you, if you think about it. Dude, no, that is <laughs> such a great point. That is actually definitely something that I used to struggle with years back. And I found I've, I've always been so much more comfortable with loose and baggy clothes. Like I feel like I can move freely. I feel like I'm not restricted. 
And that's definitely something that I notice within myself too is like when my clothes fit me, how I, I like them to fit me, I have no issues at all. So I think that is really, really important to remember. And it's funny that you notice that in other people because I never, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, I know a lot of people who, and like whatever, you are whatever size you are. Like I'm going to put it out there. Today's body image day. Like who the fuck cares? Live your life. Whatever makes you happy. Like big, small, doesn't matter. But if you wear things that fit you, you will have confidence and it will be so completely different. I just know so many people who like just wear clothes that don't fit them because the number on the tag is like small and they think that that makes them small. And if you're not, you're not. And like, let's just like embrace who you are and buy clothes that fit you. I don't know why, I don't know why that's such a thing for me, but it just like drives me crazy when people do that. Cause I'm like, it's okay to buy a large shirt and fit in it. Well, like who Dude, cares? Yeah. Preach it. I think because people d- don't hear it, you know, people don't really talk about it. So the more you hear it, the more you're like, oh, yeah, it is okay to, you know, buy a bigger size, even if normally I didn't register that that was my size. Hey, every clothing company makes sizing different. So just remember that Mm -hmm. the size is just a gauge of what fits you best, not what you actually are. I think I'm so passionate because that's that was my biggest thing when I was young. When I was really young, I was buying clothes so much bigger than my friends. My friends would go into like Abercrombie. I've never fit in Abercrombie clothes in my entire life. Like, I don't know who the hell they're selling clothes to, but kudos to you guys. But I would go in those stores with my friends. They'd be buying these teeny bopper shorts in like size double zero. You know, we're like probably 12. And I'd have to buy like four, six, barely fit in the shorts, you know. And it was just such a pain point as a kid to like not be able to feel like I was a cool kid because I couldn't shop at Abercrombie. It was like this whole thing. So actually that leads me into my question that I want to ask you, Viv, is like, I always tell myself, like, as an adult, I think, what would you tell younger Katie? Like when I'm going through motions, what would you tell your younger self? So I'm curious, Viv, if you have any advice that you would give to your younger self, because I know you have been dealing with fitness, food, nutrition, exercise since you were young. So do you have anything today that you would tell your younger self? You know, I, it's hard because I think I needed to learn all of the lessons that I did so that I could get to where I am right now. So younger Viv always focused on kind of like how you said the the popular cool kids and whatever about them was desirable. Did I have those traits? And if I didn't, what are the traits that I'm lacking? Why am I lacking those? And this is, I feel like our society now preaches to you know really embrace yourself and to really not care but I think what people fail to realize is that human beings are we are genetically wired to care about what people think and to compare ourselves why is that because we need to know if what we're doing how we're looking is desirable to other people So that we can fit, it's really a survival mechanism, but also so that we can genetically reproduce. Because like if you are, I don't know, let's say you have no social meter, so, and food tastes great. So you're just like always eating food. You have no idea what is considered, you know, fashionable. So you're just wearing like literally a trash bag as pants and like (laughs) you're not wearing a shirt. You don't wear, your shoes are like half the soles are like ripped off, right? Nothing wrong with that. But obviously anyone who sees you is not going to want to go on a date with you, right? And so 
that now not only now you cannot genetically you can't reproduce because you are not seen as desirable to the opposite sex so like we everything we do is to be seen as desirable to society and the opposite sex even if you don't realize it like that's why we want to be smart and hardworking and responsible and have nice houses and have nice cars or have clean houses like why do we clean before people come over there's a reason for that and same with even with fitness like there's a reason why we want to be fit and have a nice body and we always notice people who are are at the top of the social totem pole to again compare ourselves to see like hey do we kind of fit in here even people who are let's just say outliers even in their outlier group they want to be the most like outlier because it means they're more cool because it's a status not, check yes so again there's absolutely nothing wrong with this this is literally just how we work as humans i don't even know where i was going with this oh okay what advice i'd give to my younger self but ultimately I, I wish I, I would love to be like, hey, dude, just focus on yourself and you're great. But really, I think I really had to just experience what I did, compare myself, have the pain of feeling not enough growing up and then realizing how many strengths that I do have. But I don't and, and really being able to focus on what I can provide to this world. Again, what strengths do I have? What uniqueness do I bring to society? And just focus on that. And that is what I would tell my younger self. But I don't think I would have ever gotten that fully had I not experienced the other side of comparing myself, of thinking I wasn't enough. So it's hard because ultimately I really, I think everything that happened to me, everything that I experienced, all the mental ups and downs that I went through as a kid was absolutely necessary for me to see that on the other side, this is something that everybody deals with and I have so many strengths and gifts and I just focus on those. Um, so it's hard because, you know, it's kind of like, would you go back and correct this mistake, but then you wouldn't be where you are now without that, right? No, I take it as like, I would tell myself it's going to be okay, which I think is exactly like what you were just telling yourself. Yeah. is like, you push through it. You are incredible. Like you will get to a place where you yeah. are strong, beautiful, successful, amazing, incredible. Yes. Childhood is very hard. Teenage yeah. years suck ass. Like especially if you're not in like, I you, was not cool. Yeah. If you're not in the popular group, it's, it's hard. No, to this day, I still, I say this all the time and I say it almost like as a joke sometimes, but I literally feel like I have no friends and no place that I belong and I carry that. I'm 24 years old. Those are the same thoughts I had from junior high through high school, through college. I still feel that way. But how I feel now is like you have found a different place in the world. You have found love and acceptance in different things that you're doing. It may not necessarily be what you dreamed it would be, but you're okay and you're fantastic. And what I would tell my little self is like, it gets better. <laughs> like it's so cheesy, but it gets better. So yeah, that's, you know what, that's great advice because I feel like I was just going on a tangent thing. No, no, I think it's great because I think a lot of people do like look back retrospectively and be like, what would I change? But to your point, I don't think anyone needs to change anything. Everything happens to you because it should and because there's a purpose. And yes, that's very silly and cheesy and spiritual, but like I truly believe like every moment in time happens to you so you can learn and grow and, and make a better decision later. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. I think, yeah, it's as long as... I think the most important thing is that you learn from it because obviously if you're just making the same mistake over and over again, that it just gets more and more painful. Totally. <laughs> it just gets more <laughs> and more painful until 
and, and this happens to a lot of people, right? And I think it's happened to me and you during our finish journeys where you make the same mistake or whatever and then you're just like oh shit now i really have to change because this is i this is fully rock bottom whatever that you know may be in your life um but i think this is a really great place to end the podcast i did want to ask you before we go what you you know i because i i love this how to i love to end all of our podcasts on this you know inspiring (laughs) note to help our to help our listeners what advice would you give somebody who has more bad body image days than good I mean this will either be really helpful or not but just know that it is more often than not mental and if you can I mean I hate saying that because sometimes that's the hardest thing to change but if you can just find a way to separate yourself from those thoughts and focus on your more positive aspects so for me it's like I'm in my bulk I'm feeling a little bigger but I'm feeling so strong so what I choose to do is focus on how strong I'm feeling rather than the potential bad body image issues I could get from it so it's not super clear advice but but just kind of separate your thoughts and and just know that you are worth more than whatever your bad body image days are telling you I like that I think the advice I would give um, our listeners is, one, if you're not eating healthy, make a small change there. If you're not working out, make a small change there. Because until you start doing those things, you're subconsciously you're going to know that you're just being a lazy pi- pile of crap. <laughs> and so it's, it's going to be hard to feel better if you're literally just you drinking and eating your life away and like not moving a single muscle ever. So I, it's, it's really hard just going to be to to change your body image if you're absolutely doing nothing. Number two, get a freaking hobby that is not surrounded by your body image or anything fitness. Like have something else, whether that's, I don't know, gardening, sailing, um, hiking, have something that is that takes your complete attention and focus that absolutely does not involve your body image and brings you joy because I promise you that is going to really light up your life, light up your energy, the positivity you feel on a daily basis without constantly triggering your body image and whether it's good or bad, again, the more you think about your body, again, whether it is, oh, I look great versus I don't look good, it's just more energy towards body image. Focus on something else. Focus on getting better at a skill, playing the piano, drawing, swimming, whatever it is that really can just immerse you in the activity again you're gonna really notice how much better you feel because you're just not thinking about your body and that's like the best thing you can do for yourself so with that being said we are gonna end the podcast here thank you guys so much as always for joining us I just love like this really is the highlight of my week and I just I I hope you guys get as much of the episode out of it as me and Katie do recording it. Hope you guys have a fantastic Monday, a fantastic week. And again, thank you so much. Bye guys.